Blog Talk Radio. Ah, I forgot the music. Hey, hey, let me let me see if I can. Want me to jump in? You want me to help? No, no. Hey, there's no music. Okay, listen. Oh, hey, everybody. <laughs> recruiting it. Recruiting it. Here on September 12, 2018. Hey, look, I had a discussion on Sunday with a couple of my cousins who are sports fans about Serena Williams, right? And they told me that, you know, in that big match where she got penalized, that she was right. The umpire should never have given her a penalty. Uh, he gave her a penalty because her coach was trying to signal her from the sidelines uh, and, you know, because she had a temper tantrum and she broke her racket. However, okay, so even if you think someone should stop typing there, Jerry, okay? Someone I should stop know, typing. I mean. I'm talking. I'm talking. Not me. Oh, who the hell is it? It's probably Alan. Uh, yeah. Everything's going wrong, okay? The show hasn't even started yet. Oh, no, the show has started. Yeah. <laughs> and now the mu- music is what? going. Why is the you music going now? Is? Okay, I'll let the music go in the background. Oh, I like <laughs> hey, that. Hey, everybody. <laughs> let me come back to Serena. You could think that she is 100% right, but that doesn't mean that the people who were defending her were right, okay? You know what they were saying? I gotta get rid of this music. How Hold can on, I let do me that? Where is it coming from? Now that we're at the cocktail lounge. Hold on, Bartender. summer wind. Okay, Bartender. blue jazz. What? What? Okay, it's finished. Okay, yeah. Okay. Look, coming back. I felt like to I was in a jazz bar. <laughs> I was ordering another drink. Wait a second. Just let me finish, Jerry, please. Okay. Coming back to Serena. They were saying that when a man, her defenders, that when a man has a tantrum, he's respected for being passionate. And that isn't true. It's not true. I don't know any men who respect men for going crazy. My dad had a bad temper, and that's what we didn't like about him, right? And the people in tennis don't like it either. Here's what the Daily Beast article says about Jimmy Connors. Connors captured eight grand slam titles eight he still holds the men's record for staying in the top 10 the longest and for winning the most pro tournaments and he more than anyone else made tennis a major sport in the united states but on the tour connor's was widely known as a jerk okay that's not praise for being stupid. And here's the New York Times on John McEnroe. In 1984, John McEnroe demanded a response from a Swedish umpire. When the ump refused to answer, McEnroe screamed, Answer my question, jerk! Okay? Later on in the same game, he smashed a bunch of drinking glasses with his racket because he lost his serve. You know what happened? He was fined $2,100 and suspended for 21 days. You know why? Because he exceeded the $7,500 cap in fines. And that, that rule was put in place just to control a nut like him. And his opponent, a guy named Anders Jared, 
Did he praise him? No. He said in public that it's difficult to play someone who acts like John McEnroe. So if your reflex is to say that we like bad behavior from men, you better think about that twice. And you know why? Because we try to be fair on Jerry Jerry. What show is this? This is the Recruiting Animal Show! Thank you, Jerry, and I have to apologize for screwing up with the music. What can I say? Sometimes it happens, or all the time it happens. Anyway, I also want to thank my sponsors, Nikki Livingston, the CEO of Honit, the online interview technology, Hire Tool, the super-duper sourcing tool, and PC Recruiter, the Swiss Army Knife of recruiting software. Our guest today is someone we know very, very well. His name is Alan Fleur. If you want to criticize him or praise him for being a bad man on uh, Twitter during the show, his uh, Twitter address is uh, at Allen, A-L-A-N-F-L-U-H-R-E-R. took me a long time to learn that name, but it's like Floor, Alan Fleur, okay? Alan, are you still here? Are you with us today? Physically and mentally. Yeah, okay. Now, you're always on the show, but I've never been really sure about what you do. I checked you out on LinkedIn. You work for a construction company. Is that right? Yes or no? Currently, I work for currently I work for a commercial construction company that does over half a billion a year in construction projects in Southern California. Yes. Okay, so you're recruiting construction people. What kind of jobs are you recruiting for? So the standards are project engineers and their career path is including project engineers, project managers of various levels, senior project managers. On the other side, it's construction superintendents. It is uh, safety professionals. And we just finished two searches for very niche-oriented business development, call them sales How many people in the company as a whole? Uh, In Southern California, around 200. Nationally, around 600. And you're recruiting, but just for those 200 jobs in, in Southern California. Is that what you're saying? I was, I'm the first, it's the first time they've had any recruiter in-house. I was brought aboard two years ago to a newly created position to handle okay. the strategic growth. Mm-hmm. And, and before that, you were... Jobs. What, Jerry? Before that, let me talk, Jerry. Before that, you used to be a recruiting trainer and consultant. Am I right about that? Mm-hmm. I've done so a little you should bit of that, be able yeah. to, You should be a little bit. It looks like you did it for 15 years. You should be able to answer any question we have for you today and i know that you're a man with lots of uh answers so the first question i was reading something on jerry's group right and this came up that do you type while you're talking uh, recruiters who actually make placements on facebook it's a very good group i recommend it to everybody okay so there's people there who i know are good recruiters and they actually hand write their notes well, they're talking to somebody on the phone and then type them into their applicant tracking systems. To me, that is prehistoric. What do you do, Alan? Do you type or write or memorize or do you use some kind of great software like Honit? Well, actually, what I do is a little different. I, it's, I do use tools. I use um, 
when I'm on the phone. You know what? You don't seem loud with... enough to me today. Jerry is <clears> loud <throat> enough. Usually he's twice you, as loud you hear as me? he is today. When... Not as good as usual. He's on a speakerphone, Animal, and I'm surprised no, he's I'm let it go this long. Hey, Animal, if you wanted me to call you back really quick from a hard line, I will. Yeah, please do. We'll c- criticize you. Yeah, guy's on every week. Yeah. <laughs> and he calls. Better hurry, because we're slamming you the whole time, Alan. Yeah, the focus is on him. He decides to come yeah. from a oh, loud hey, call from a loud call. Oh, no, no. Maybe I'll call on you the You've got a 909 call. <laughs> oh, you've my goodness. You've got a 909 calling in. That's me. No, no, I haven't seen Tell it yet. I haven't seen it yet. I just yeah, opened 415 in New York, Alan. Uh, here he is, 909. You, you know, that. that reminds me of the Beatles. Hey, area code 903 dropped already. Sorry if you don't like it. Go away. I don't need you. Okay? But that reminds me of the Beatles song. Not a very good so, one. So. one. The one after 909. Okay. That's a good That's song. song. Yeah, okay. Back to anyway, uh, what's your question? question. Do you type? Or do you, oh, uh, oh, yeah. you know, hand? So I, I, I take hey, they take us off the speaker. Who's got me on the speaker there? Please, I'm begging everybody, help me do the show. I take the notes on one note. I email in them so I have it in a PDF, and then I take those notes and I just recite them into Google Docs, and then I put that into the ATS. How do you recite them into Google Docs? Are you using some kind of uh, just uh, a microphone? Just go to your Google Drive. Yeah. Yeah, tell us. Google Docs, you go go to your Google Drive, you pull up a new document, and under Input Devices, there's a choice for voice input, and it's really easy. And and how how correct are are the notes that you input that way? Shockingly good. Okay, but why do you, since you've already typed them into that PDF file and put them in a PDF file, why no, you no, 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 no. Understand, I have not typed them. I use OneNote on an iPad to take notes. I can just write the notes into Animal's file, and then I just email Would that. You, ha- you handwrite them. You hold on. You handwrite them with a stylus. Why do I have to beg yes. you to give me a clear picture? Animal, I handwrite them with a stylus into a document on. In OneNote, then I email that file to myself. I, I, I uh-huh. picture a Meerschaum pipe somewhere involved here, too, just kind of held off to the side as you recite to yourself. Am I right? <laughs> a what? No, I usually use Scotch, Jerry. Jerry. A Meerschaum oh, pipe. Oh. Come on, man. I don't know what that no, is. No, it's actually it, – go, go, go take – go figure. It took Apple to create an, the iPad that made a piece of Microsoft software really effective. Okay, if how I'm come in a, you don't type? You, you don't not know how to type? Uh, is that the story, I do, Alan? but the notes that I take are – I take a lot of notes. And when I'm in person with a, an interview, I can just take the notes, and they they see me just taking the okay, notes. Okay, you don't interview on the phone? This is all yes. – everything's in person? No, we we do both. Okay, you know, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Let me, okay. put, it to, let me put it to you this way. If I'm referred – if I have an employee referral – I will have a longer conversation with them on the phone initially, and yeah. based on that, do we need to bring them in? If there's somebody that's cold or somebody we don't know as well or our network can't check them out, we want to see – I'll have a brief conversation on the phone, and then I'll see them in person within two to three days. Okay, 626 just dropped, okay? If you don't like the show after he just gave that great advice about Google Docs that a lot yeah. of people probably don't know, we don't need you, okay? Yeah, what are you Go away! For? What are you looking for? 
That was great. What do you mean? I'm yeah. just saying that people said. are hanging up after something yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I learned something. Okay. I learned Me something. Too. Okay, Alan, you told us. I don't believe you're going to deliver on this. I have to be frank. But you told us that you can give us a lot of good advice about business development, okay? So I want to know, if you were setting up a new business tomorrow uh, for recruiting, let's say, even construction people or IT contractors, uh, how would you go out and get business? I want to know. I'll use construction right now because it's a good example, but it will translate to others. Yep. Number okay. one, okay. I would I would, I would, would do some e- – I would do – I would do strategic email. I would do. I would do cold calling. I would stop, go to. Indi- stop, I would stop, go to industry stop, conference stop, events. Stop. Stop. Let's go through these things one by one. What is strategic email? Where do you get the email addresses? How do you identify the people you're going to email? Come on. Email addresses are pretty easy to find with either tools or in in this industry. You can call up the main number and get them. They're real easy. You can also use tools like Hire Tool or Hunter hunter to find the email addresses and linkedin to find the people you want to contact what percentage of email addresses will you get using these tools i've never been able to not get an email really really yeah. and what kind of what level what kind of person would you be sending what titles would you be sending these business development emails to to the project executives, the senior project managers, and the executives of the companies. I would also be calling and how them. How would you identify also, them? How how would you identify them? Both LinkedIn and industry research on Google and on their on their homepage. Okay, and so then you call the front desk. Something Jerry says no one ever does anymore, and you can just ask them for the email address and and the. Hold on, please. I'm not saying that nobody does anymore. I'm saying, have you been to corporate America to see what's going on at the front desk? There is nobody there. That's He's what right I'm now. saying. Now, in one sense, Jerry is you very take right. You great liberties with what, what I've said. Now, so there's Seriously, a compare- you really do. It's, it's, I it's can barely good, take it anymore. It's a good compare and contrast. Maybe in Jerry's sectors, there's nobody there. In the yeah. commercial construction, there is generally somebody picking up the phone. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and I and, would agree those, with that. And those people, you, you just call up and say, I want so-and-so's uh, email address, and she she or he says, sure, here, here, Alan. I'll say, uh, look, I, I, I just got off the phone with Jerry, and I need to send him an email. This is what I think he told me. Oh, no. The, who are you? Who, who is calling? Who's, who is my name's Steve. Uh, my name's Steve Phillips. I'm with Largo Concrete. Old school, baby. Okay. Okay. They're not going to ask him. This is a much smaller place usually, aren't they, Alan? Say again, Jerry. I missed it. Are those uh, the places you're calling? Would they be little smaller companies? Less it really varies. They're, they're... In their awareness of fending off recruiting attempts. Well, there's, there's, yes and no. The, the okay. general company size could be anywhere from 50 to a couple thousand to several thousand. It kind of depends. But the okay. other thing is that because this industry, most of the people I want to contact are out in the field on projects. Usually they're most responsive to texts. So I'll also get the cell phone number while I'm on the phone with the person because they get these, the receptionists, they get these calls every single day from subcontractors and people that need to reach Jerry out in the field. Yeah. So they, so. Yeah, I can okay. take it. 
Now, what? What? I, hold on. I just want. I just want everybody to know. I didn't play it today, but I'll play it in the future. This show got a lot of praise from Joe Mullings, the guy who spent six hundred thousand dollars himself on media every year. He said, because we asked for details like this. The show's worthwhile. Okay, I just want to clarify that. So, next question: What's going to go in those emails? If I cannot reach them on the phone first, I'll say I left you a voicemail, and then what I'm going to do is the email will be tailored to Hold them. Hold on it's not a second. Going to be you just said a minute ago, email first. You said strategic email oh, comes before look, the cold calls. Animal, animal, animal. It depends. It can be either way. There's no perfect answer. Now, but you're asking me what goes in the email. Jerry, I noticed what you guys at Swinerton are doing over on that new project. Congratulations on the win. We we recruit in the construction in the commercial construction space and think we could benefit if you have any needs. Please let me know when you might have a moment to have a quick conversation. Done. Because I will tell you and here's here's a good piece of advice for everybody. I get these emails every single day from agencies and they're all the same canned spammy redacted resumes and I'm sick of them. And I'll tell you when I talk when I talk when I get calls from recruiters, I will talk with them. I will gauge them. I will say we currently have two relationships with long long standing relationships with local boutique construction oriented firms. We have nothing called out to them right now. Hint, I'm not call I'm not gonna give you business at this moment. If you want, the next time I might have a need is in forty five to sixty days. I'm being candid with you. If you want to call me back, call me back. I'm happy to have a conversation. Two examples here, Animal. Number one, got called by a guy. We had a good conversation. He said, we're specializing right now on a lot of skyscraper work, Alan. That's not you guys. No, it's not. He said, well, you know what? This is an example of a great external recruiter. He said, you know what, Alan? I got this guy. He's moving from Washington, D.C. You know what? Let me just give him to you. Okay, I, I don't have a place for him. He gave him to me. We hired the guy. Okay, I've built a relationship with this gentleman. I've, he's given – I've referred to – Free placements. Hold on. No, no, I know. I don't agree with it. Now, hold on. I, I, now, I don't what, either, but what I hear is might be an inroad. Now, oh, that's where I'm going. So <laughs> yeah, I, I get called you, the Alan, other day. This is Rich Rosen. I've done hey, that same, same deal. I gave an HR person free to a company, and they screwed me every step of the way afterwards. <laughs> I got no money out of it. It's, uh, no, no, and, and Rich, free, I don't disagree with work. you. I don't disagree. No good deed. I don't disagree with you. What I, and, and I'll get uh, remind me about the construction industry, the and the networking before we finish. Anyway, so my Denver office calls and says, "Hey, we we're looking for this really niche position." You know, I said, "You know what? You need you need an external for this. This is something that's going to take a lot of time." And he goes, "Yeah, that's what I'm thinking." I referred that gentleman to the Denver office, and they're doing the search. Hey, hey, good, somebody good. who's got their mic open and they're, you know, they're letting us hear the stuff in their office. We don't want to hear it, okay? It sounds like an office in Texas. I don't know. Uh, okay, no. you know what, Alan? Alan. Hmm. Okay. Uh, now, there's, a guy, there's a guy. Uh, uh, Alex no, Moyle is a, an English guy. Yeah, it is. Alex Moyle is an English guy. He's a recruiting trainer. I like him very much. He's been a guest on the show, and he's got his own show as well. And I watched uh, an interview he did with a guy, a recruiting trainer named James Nathan, and he said the way to get business is to get on the phone and call people like that recruiter called you, but your goal, the initial goal, is not to get 
a job order. It's just to get to know the company. Now, I don't know exactly how he does that, but do you agree with him that, you know, call every once in a while, you know, ask them questions about how they recruit and what kind of people they recruit for, and don't ask for business. Some might come your way by, you know, by surprise, but that's not – uh, you know, it's a strategic, long-term kind of thing. You, you're not going for the jugular right away. What do you think? I partly agree with that, and I also think you do the same with the executives and the managers. Look, if 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 a construction company has all of a sudden they post, they normally post five or six jobs, and all of a sudden they post 25, they've got a fire, they've got a forest fire, they've got needs. So potentially going for the jugular might be a little bit more appropriate. But if they're just a good, well thought of company that hires and somebody knows they use people, use agencies, yes, call the recruiter. Hey, this is what it is. I didn't want to, and, and also that's your chance to get a gauging on that recruiter that TA manager, because look, 80-20 rule, I think this group is the 20 to 10% of good people where the rest of them are useless. And now you've, now it's, okay, can I get along with this person? Will they work with me? Will they do that? Okay, great. And then you start meeting and calling on the other executives. And if they need, if they have a need and you're professional and you can listen well, you're going to get business over time. Uh, what are you gonna at least you're going to get a shot you- at business. How do you exactly word a, a call a call like that? You know, I'm calling up just to get to know the company. What am I going to say when I get you on the phone? Hi, Alan. Okay, Jerry. My name hi, is, uh, yeah. Jerry. Hi, my Go name's ahead. Alan Fleur. I'm a I'm an I'm the owner of Fleur and Bridges. We we specialize in construction recruiting. Your name came up during a conversation. I did some research on your company. You do very impressive work. I just wanted to say hi. I wanted to start a conversation and learn a little bit more about you folks and maybe if it makes sense build a relationship so we might have a chance to do some work together mm. and do you find that I people like are uh there are people are actually willing to talk with you if you get them live do you have to call early in the morning or late at night to get them live what's the story there monday mornings for the construction business are usually best at the corporate offices because that's when all the executives are in there for their their weekly executive uh-huh. meeting beyond uh-huh. beyond that they're uh-huh. all in the field uh-huh what if you get a voicemail? What do you do? I leave a brief voicemail. Jerry, this is say? Alan Fleur. Your name came up in conversation. This is who I am. Would look forward to speaking with you. Feel free to call me back or just text me back at this number when might be a good a good time to say hello. And I will okay. tell you. Now, cons- what, what about this? Hi, you know, uh, what did you say? Uh, you're doing great work. Your name came up. Those sound so canned. I don't even know why you're. No, you you want to know something? Novel. You want to know something? In the emails yeah. that I get and the telephone calls I get from other recruiters, in two years, somebody has said that to me once. Uh huh. Okay. I want to hear from, from Rich Rosen is here, and I, I I should give Rich Rosen some credit for that uh, question about uh, about the <laughs> typing because it, it, somebody was talking about it on Jerry's group again. Recruiters <coughs> actually make placements on Facebook. And they were specifically referring to to Rich Rosen. So, Rich, what do you think about what Alan has said about calling people up and just getting to know them? What do you think about that? If you're there, I am here. I, you know, I think in theory it's great. In reality, uh, you know, I don't think anyone would ever take your call. I mean, they, you know, if you get them, make the most of the call. You know, introduce well, yeah. them, build a little rapport. You know, but I mean, again, maybe for sales guys, which I place. It's yeah. just a little bit more natural to say you go for the jugular. Uh, yeah. You know, I, 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 was, I was talking to one of my neighbors who's a CIO at a big insurance company, and he was I asked him, like, hey, how does a recruiter really get your attention? And he said, 
you know, reference a charity I, I, I you know, I, I believe in my wife or, um, or, you know, really those are basically two things. Reference you know, his wife? What yeah, business is his, his wife, wife of yours? I don't get it. I mean, you got a great looking <laughs> wife. Is that what, what? Being a, hey, his wife referred him or, hey, I got your name through this person who knows your wife from this event or whatever what, it was. What's this with the charity? I notice you're a big contributor or supporter of this charity. Yeah. You know, what does for that him, have to do with anything? For Everything. Him, it, it showed that you actually did a little research before you called him. Yeah. I mean, well, but this, how about business a, research? I like what Alan said before. I noticed you're doing these contracts, you know. But it's all yeah, about right. people. It's I, all about I, people. I mean, I, I'm more at the way Alan does it. Alan and I have talked about this. I work more the way Alan does it, too. But I just, I'm all about just calling up and saying, hey, listen, I know you guys are doing some hiring, or I know you guys have just signed this, got this funding. You know, yeah. I'm sure you're going to expand your sales team here. I've got some folks I'd love to talk to you about. Okay, so you would never call. Hold on, uh, Rich. Let me pick yeah. you down here. You guys would you, you would never call someone just without knowing that they're actually working on something that will require new people. You wouldn't just call up and say hi. I'd oh, like no, to I get totally to know would. you. I I would I wouldn't call up just to get to know them. Right. But I would call up to say you know if it's just if it's someone I know or someone I've worked with in the past and they just changed jobs, I'll call up just say hi and reach out to them. Or you know I'll uh-huh. make a comment on. You know, if they post an article, I'll make a comment so they see my name, stuff like that. But you know, th- this is the, the misnomer, I think, and I don't know, maybe this is right or wrong. Most companies, like these VPs of sales or whoever your hiring managers are, they think – they don't get that recruiters are not enterprise-class salespeople, you know, <laughs> that you don't have time to go and research every single person you're reaching out to or you get nothing done. Right. That, you know, you're picking up the phone with a purpose. And yeah, you, you know, I've had that money. too. They say, "Well, you should have done more research on me before you called." Not necessarily. Yeah, very few. Uh, they, they don't say it. They just don't. I mean, they don't, but they don't acknowledge it. They won't. They just blow you off. I mean, you know, ninety percent of the emails we all send or calls we all make don't get returned or get response to. Yeah. You know, I know that some I gotta people do an ad. otherwise. Uh, I have to do an ad. Thank you very much, both of you guys. It's a good, so far, in my opinion, this is a great show. Okay, I'm enjoying it. Hey, everybody, Recruiting Animal here. And you can all disagree with me, okay? Uh, Recruiting Animal here for HONIT, H-O-N-E-I-T. You know what that is? The phone interview technology. Here's how it works. The candidate and the recruiter dial into the interview just like they would make an ordinary phone call. They have the regular interview, only it's recorded. You don't have to worry about typing. You don't have to worry about writing. You don't have to worry about missing something or misunderstanding what the candidate said, right? You have an audio recording. It's automatically turned into a transcript, a typed-out transcript that you can search for keywords. Again, Nick Livingston always likes to say, you can rest assured that you get everything. And it's really easy to share the information with everybody on the hiring committee or whoever is interested in who's being interviewed. Not only that, there's always some questions in an interview that are most important. When you get to that question, you press a button. When you're finished discussing it, you press another button. It's separated as a clip that you can send to the hiring manager and say, this is the key issue, listen to this. Or these are the two key issues, listen to these parts of the interview first, right? Only takes a couple of minutes. The first person who taught me that was Jerry. He's a, they still a, haven't called me yet, by the way. Okay, and so is... Seriously, I have a wealth of knowledge on that subject as well. Yeah, okay. But you believe and it. And more often than not, I'll talk for free for hours. Okay. Once and you Jerry, drinking, Jerry believes in I'll this. I'll tell you anything. Well. Okay. 
and they'll give you all kinds of stats. Honet will deliver all kinds of statistics about your calls. And let me end it there. I just want to tell you, go check it out at Honet, H-O-N-E-I-T dot com. Nick Livingston is Can I ask a question? Can I ask one question? Not about a guest or anything, but about about your sponsors. Yeah. Are they the ones forcing you towards this radical political bent that you've had to get crazy flame war traffic on your recruiting group uh, page? They they don't pay me anything on the recruiting group. I'll tell you, the only person who's paying me on the recruiting group, the only company, the only company. I mean, I, I don't. No. Jerry, you're what, distracting your everybody, but I'll just tell this? you, I, I just tell you, when I read this constant stuff that men are no good, men like assholes, men we don't like good, assholes. Dude. That's not true, okay? Dude, That's not dude. true. It's all the rage now, and stop fighting it, scumbag. I will fight it. I will fight saying. it. Well, okay. Okay, so your sponsors okay. aren't pushing you towards this obvious no, but I will tabloid methodology that you I do have a company now paying for ads on the group. It's Text Recruit, if anybody's interested. Okay? Text Recruit. Who's in the background doing business on the show? Please stop. Please stop. I think it's Michael G. Cox in Texas. Oh, no. There was a Brit talking in the background there. I think you're in I know who that is. That's Phil. That's Phil Marks. Anyway. Uh, let's get back, okay, to uh, business development. Okay, so you told us what your email is. You told how many times will you call? How many times will you email? Until I reach – well, I'll, I won't email too much. I mean, I'll email a couple of times, but beyond that, I'll call until I reach them. And, 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 well, and I'll tell you, I learned like? that. Call I until learned... you die? <laughs> well, I know, we, I know we debate this, but, and, but I remember back in the day when before I got into the business, I was interning for a commercial real estate broker, and – a lot of the it was hard to find people, and after I tried and tried and tried, they would normally after a while go, you know what? I'll talk to you because you're persistent and you found me. What can I help you with? Really, everybody else agree about that? Or be persistent. Well, it depends how bad you want them. <clears throat> well, you, you want to get business, you want them. Okay? Well, you want to get business, cool. but you also want good business. I mean, you don't uh-huh. want you don't want. The you don't want the the company that calls it out to everybody because they either, they either pay cheap or they're hard to work with or they're a bad company and they know it. You uh-huh. want good business. Okay, but we're talking about pursuing business and and how many calls you're going to make. There's always a concern that you're going to pester people until they hate you, or there's the idea that hey, you know what? You're not going to make any money if you give up. Call them until they well, tell you true. not to. And also, you know, if I'm going after a, a competent, good person, you want to know a funny thing is if, you're, if you've tried – let's say you've tried 10 or 12 times and then don't return your call or your emails or whatever. That's fine. Every now and then, after a while, sometimes they're going to call you and go, you know what? I'm looking for a new job. And all of a sudden now it's like, oh, what, now you want to talk to me? But now you can uh-huh. use it, and now you, now you can help them and maybe get paid on it. Okay, so you don't, you don't get revenge on them and say, buzz off. You know, well, that's the time it, it depends. you know that you paid off. It depends. Everybody has you. But these are people, animal. What if the what if the person had a death in the family and a divorce? I don't know that yet. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anybody else want to comment on that? How many how many you're making? These are business development calls we're talking about now. How many times are you going to call the same company? Anybody? Michael G. Cox is on the line. Rich Rosen's on the line. Anybody else? I'll, I'll go with three or four. That's that's my thing. It, 
three or four, and, and during that time, I probably sent some sort of a LinkedIn message also or maybe yeah. an email. Yeah. But I, I, I will take the hint. <laughs> I, I, t- I started texting more than the emails because emails are just getting so useless now. Yeah, there's, there's too many of them. Yeah. Okay, I mean, Rich Rosen, text, gonna... I, I want to talk about that, Rich. Hold on. So the first contact with someone, you'll find their email address or their uh, cell number, just like uh, using Hire mm-hmm. Tool or something like that, and you'll text them for a first contact. Am I right about that? Yeah, I'll text them first contact. I'll call them first contact. What? I'll email them first contact. That all depends what? on the day. Okay, what will it say in a text? Because it's going to be very brief. What will it say? Yeah, I mean, usually it says, hey, give me a ring. I've got this great, you know, I heard you guys got some funding. Give me a call. I've got a great sales rep, you know, in this area. You know, thought you could uh, thought you could use them or something along those lines. I mean, not those exact words, but something to that effect. I mean, it's, it's I saw this. Here's how I can help. Give me a call. Rich Rose and Cornerstone Search. But, Animal, why does it have to be real short? It's It's not a tweet. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, does anyone tweet anymore? I don't. I don't have anyone no. to use Twitter. <laughs> Animal and Trump. Yeah. Thought leaders. <laughs> They're all right. <laughs> hey. 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 Okay. Okay. Like I noticed, like Ivan Stoyanovich, he's an IT recruiter in Europe, and he said he got rid of his phones. He's just texting. That's it's crazy. unbelievable to me. It is unbelievable. That is unbelievable. <laughs> and, and, and and I don't know if, if Nahas is serious, but he he started it. He said he's doing that. I think it was a joke from him, but Ivan's uh, uh, very serious. Uh, and if I hear that Rich is is doing text as first contacts to people he doesn't know, that's pretty interesting to me. Pretty interesting. Hey, okay. Pete, listen, I mean, at the end of the day, people are going to get back to you when they want to get back to you, if they want to get back to you. So whether you send a smoke signal, a phone call, a carrier pigeon, it makes no difference. It's all about hitting uh-huh. them at the right time, you know, at least in uh-huh. this market. E- so, emails, though, are getting buried just in a, yeah. in a ton. It's hard to yeah. stand out with an email anymore. It's just yeah, that's ridiculous. I, I mean, and I, there's I, some – there's... go ahead. I was just, just, just saying, I mean, I asked another buddy of mine who's a chief marketing officer for a big company. He, um, you know, I asked him, hey, how do you want to be – he just did a job change. So I asked him how he – worked as recruiters, you know, from a candidate perspective and from a hiring manager perspective. And, you know, from the hiring manager perspective, he actually was very against NPCs. If you did a most placeable candidate and I got this great guy before you've ever spoken to him, he would just toss it. They would laugh at it, quite frankly, thinking, yes, because they thought it was bullshit. They thought it was bullshit. They thought thought it was just another made-up candidate. It is yeah. bullshit, and also, animal. That's a great comment. When you're dealing with when you're dealing with internal people, don't bullshit them because the it, the word gets around pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Look, I get stuff from MRI and cyber cyber coders all the time, or I get calls. Hey, I got this really great guy. And I'm like, oh yeah, his references were. I said, well, do me a favor, send me his references. What? What? Well, you don't have his references. You just told me. You just told me his references are great. Send me his references. Redact it. Send me his references. Have you ever spoken to a real person with cyber coders, though, yeah. Alan? Do they call you? I I did when I first got here, Jerry, because they were um, they were hammering all I mean a whole bunch of our people. So and there are live people there then that are calling, and they're not just some cyborg weird freaky. No, yeah, you, you ever go you ever go look look online? Most of cyber coders half their pictures are like girls in lingerie. Go on LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm no stranger to every single cyber coder's profile. But, but the funny thing is, is I've actually called somebody Don't to let say, me be misunderstood. 
to say, you guys are sending resumes. You shouldn't be doing this. You understand these are free resumes to me. They're worthless. None of them are qualified, but they're free resumes. And I've actually had CyberCoder's domain block company-wide. Yeah, but Alan, Alan, I know Rich Rosen, if I remember correctly, that's you know calling people about seriously, not BS candidates, good candidates, and talk. That's his main way of of bringing. He just said it but a few minutes ago of bringing. Right, it's in the presentation. It's in the presentation. If it's that's all it is. Rich is good. We've talked a lot. I, I think Rich is a great recruiter, and he. he he gauges his, and probably like Jerry, he gauges the conversation as you're talking about it. What do you want to? What do you want to do, animal? Do you want to get this down to an equation? It's not. Hey, animal. animal. Yeah. Yeah. Animal, Nick yeah. Is here. Nick, Nicky, go ahead. How are you? Hey guys, I I'm think okay. What we're getting at, I mean, we we've talked about presentation. We talked about a little evidence versus. Can you pick up the phone? Can you pick up the phone? Are you on a speakerphone too? Terrible. <laughs> Uh, well, you guys are talking about presentation. You're talking about evidence over opinion. And, and I think that's what we're talking about. It's like yeah. even as a corporate recruiter, when we receive resumes from external agencies, you know, there's always this, you know, did you really talk to this person? Where's the proof? Where's the evidence? I don't want to see scribbled notes, right? So how do we go beyond sharing scribbled notes and opinions when we present candidates to clients? I right? will tell – I'll give you my – I'm glad well, you said that, Nick, because I was hoping Animal ahead. would ask. Go ahead. Go ahead. Show the value when you send over or present a candidate. Show their motivations, something about the conversation, about their experiences, not that they are five years Java, six years this. They've been doing this and that. When, when <clears throat> I send a candidate, when I do it internally, I, hey, I talked to Nick Livingston. I think he's a good assistant project manager. The projects he's worked on are this. Nick came across as confident, knows himself, and can speak and, and shared a couple of failures with me that were pretty impressive. He seems to be in the right ballpark, and he and da 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 da. You've just that's what I used to do when I had my agency, and yeah. it was it was so. That's I'll shut up, Nick. I'd love your opinion on that. Okay, well, I know what Nick well, is getting to. Let me exactly, just get to it. Well, Nick is going to tell you, well, and I, I think exactly that you can it. actually make a clip of the conversation with Honit and send an audio of the of the candidate talking about this stuff that Alan just said. Is that what you're getting to? It's, audio presentations, Nick. It's it's a phone interview highlight. A phone interview snippet, a phone interview clip. Hey, Alan, when you ask that candidate that great question, hey, tell me about a time when you overcome, overcame this objection or solved the problem or whatever this great story you just mentioned was, mm-hmm. that, that excerpt doesn't need to be your interpretation or your writing down, hey, he told me this great story about solving this, and let me like, make you read my explanation of this person who just told me this great answer. Like, just share that audio clip. Well, and I understand. I'm going to charge you double. I'm going to charge you double for your ad because you you should have come on before. Now you're getting two ads for one. I got to do higher tool. Are you okay? Oh my God! Are you guys going to let us talk today, Animal? It's such a good show. (laughs) It is a good show. You can come on again. I got to do my ads. Otherwise, uh, no coffee money. Okay. Hey, hey, everybody. I'm really kind of snubbing this guy uh, Nick here. I mean, really. I mean. Sticking another ad in his face. I mean, what's going on here? I don't like it. I don't like the segue. Seriously, that's all. (laughs) Look, 
We're 40 minutes into the show. I got to do two more ads, okay? Let me get this done, and, and it'll be over with, okay? All right. Hey, everybody. Hire tools. Just checking out all the I said the other day, I don't know why they're advertising here. Everybody is, is shouting their praises all over social media. Hire tools, the greatest sourcing tool. But I'm going to tell you. They're paying me to tell you how they work. You go to their site, HireTool, H-R-E-T-U-A-L, dot com. You put in your search requirements in normal, ordinary English. You can be ignorant about Boolean strings. You can be stupid. It doesn't matter. Either way, you don't have to create the Boolean string yourself. They create the search string, and they search all kinds of websites, Facebook, LinkedIn, GitHub, you name it. They give you back a list of results ranked from top to bottom. They guess the salaries of the people in the results. They guess which people are going to be most ready to leave. I don't know how that's done, but it is a guess. I have to tell you that. Uh, and um, it works really fast. People say it really helps it speed up their sourcing. You can, uh, they're very good at, at supplying contact information, both work and uh, personal emails and cell phone numbers and phone numbers. Uh, Alan oh, mentioned it a minute ago. Okay, from one trust. Somebody talking to me? And you okay, too. Is that English guy? Uh, let me put him on. Very important person is talking to somebody else. Oh, yes. Yeah, let me put him on pause. Okay. You ought to read some of my blogs, guy. by the way. I see my blogs on LinkedIn. It's not the English guy, okay? Yeah. You're interrupting the ad. About 20. Okay. Who is it? About 20, yeah. Some of them are quite small. Than They're normally related Thank to, you know. Well, let's listen in. Who? It is an English person, though. 909 is Alan. Like PBS, it's like PBS. Yes, exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on my LinkedIn uh, activity. I don't know who it is. I can't <laughs> find them. Are you good for me to kind of move things forward? Who the them? hell is this? Ooh, I like it. Hold Ooh. on, let's get a client name. Hold on, everybody, shh, we'll get a client name. Or his girlfriend's name. That's yeah, true. I think I got them. I think it's area code 415. Yeah. Either, okay, either anyway, the, uh, the girlfriend or the wife. Yeah. Hey, animal. <laughs> animal. Yeah, let me just finish. Let me finish my ad. Hold on one sec. Hire tool. Go to the go to the website. I, I'm dragging this one out. Sorry, everybody. Some are great. There's not much in between. They're freak. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Mister, you're wrecking the show. Okay. Uh, this, uh, actually, this is the highlight, man. Let it go. We know. We, we know. We know the ad. Cool. Hire tool. Uh, Oh, here I got him! I got him. It was Phil. It was Phil. I got it. Phil in London. I got him. Okay. So yeah, go go to hiretool.com and uh, get the free extension and check it out. Okay. Everybody thinks it's great. You don't have to trust me on this one. Okay, Alan. Back I will be putting out the list of all of your sponsors on uh, recruiters who actually make placements. That's a Facebook group. Yeah. Thank and you very much. The list will be free. Yeah. Now, but, now, actually, this brings up. Go ahead, Alan. What were you, Alan? What do you want to say? What do you want three to things, say? really quick. Num- number one is Jerry's right. Um, recruiters who actually make placements is a good group. Your group is good ah! too. Number two. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Number two. These are two thoughts I had about in externals doing work with internal folks. Number one's an old story, but and I'm not talking about the fees, but when appropriate and if appropriate. Be willing to negotiate terms of payment, not the fee, but the terms. I had a I had a client one time that owed me a boatload of money, and it after talking with him, it turned out that it was the accounts payable couldn't write a check for that much, 
And then I thought, well, what if I send you eight eight invoices of this because that's below your threshold? You could write that, right? And they go, you could do that? I go, sure, why not? And we got paid very quickly. Second thing, this is a Google product that I got someone shared, um, another a recruiter shared with me the other day, the one, one we work with. And it's apparently Google has, what they've done is they've taken this new Google personal mapping um, application. They've taken a summary of like their top candidates, only given a description, project engineer in Anaheim, in Pasadena, in wherever. And they share that with the client, with select clients and say, look, it's great working with you. I wanted to help save you time. Here's a map with pins of the people we're working with and their titles. Let us know who you might be interested in. They limit it to about 10 candidates. It is manual, but he showed it to me, and it was pretty interesting where if you're working in a geographic, a small, in a certain geographic location, it might be an interesting marketing tool to send to your clients. It sounds like a laundry list. We used to publish a laundry list of, of uh, jobs in the newspaper, and this sounds the same thing, only it's candidates, and it's a little fancy because it's it's online with the pins. Okay, maybe it intrigues people. Let me Let yeah. me move ahead. I think you've got a forceful personality, a beautiful, rich voice. You should be singing songs with me at the beginning of the show. Uh, and uh, we, had, we, had, we had Joe Mullings here, and he has created you know, uh, this, uh, tons of pictures of himself with a little of his favorite quotations. And, uh, he is a gorgeous man, by the way. I'm throwing that out there. I'll pass. Messages about recruiting. And the thing is, uh, if you start seeing these all the time in his surgical robotics niche, after a while, you know him. You know, hey, I know this guy, Joe Mullings. He's the recruiter in our, in our business. If you're focusing on construction, I could see you doing something like that without having to pay $600,000 in media. Have you ever considered that? As a uh, as a means uh, that somebody not for you necessarily maybe for you or for your company but do you think that would be a good way to do business development? It's interesting you say that animal because for candidates we're putting that together right now we're putting together video um, like a quick job this is who you're going to be working with this is what the job's about for colleges we're putting together a Facebook group because it's going to help us with our college career fairs uh, that's and for different that's different no, no, but I'm for talking about. I'm talking about stuff. Uh, built like around stuff. you. Uh, I'm talking yes. about a built built around you with your picture all over the place and and different messages on LinkedIn and Facebook all the time. So they would say, "Hey, Alan is the guy in my business," and they would have pictures and visuals come to mind of this one guy doing all kinds of different things. Have you ever thought of it? Obviously not. You haven't thought of no, it. No, no, I've but thought about it. It's, it's I've thought about it. It's been a time issue with me, Animal, but I will say I, I, I saw some of Joe's stuff, and I liked it. And what I like about what he does is he's not it, – it's sort of like he's not, he's not trying to push you into the house to eat, to sit down with him for a meal. He's basically – he's cooking. He's grilling the meat. He's doing everything. He goes to sit on his front porch, opens up the front door, turns on the fan, and the smell comes out, and people notice him. I like that a lot about what he does because it. Damn, I'm him. getting hungry. See, see. <laughs> I mean, the only problem, like, the only problem with, with his thing was it'd be to spend six hundred grand yeah. to make yeah. eight billion bucks and have twelve staff. I mean, the numbers didn't really add up to me. I mean, you can 
do his mo- his method is great. I don't think you need to go to that extreme of it. No, what I would actually, uh-huh. I think, uh, yeah, I, I didn't quite catch how it costs six hundred grand to uh, post videos of yourself every day. It's he's probably a, he's like a recruiting Kardashian. He's got a it's a production cost. Uh, and also, yeah. and Rich, Rich, we can't yeah. validate those numbers. No. So no. it could be whatever they, whatever he says. Although yeah, on the other hand, got, yeah, go ahead. On he's the other hand, what I will members. say, what I will say is, if you were to do, and I don't know if it's if it was ERE or who it was, but that somebody posted. A guy doing a walking iPhone video. It was it was pretty good content that needs to matter. It doesn't have to be flashy. So if you want to take yourself, and what I would suggest is do something about yourself. Do something about your market niche. Do something about talking about how the market's growing. Talk about some of the challenges. For example, in construction, I'd say, hey, I'm here to talk with Rich Rosen and. Rich Rosen, who's a project superintendent on this bitchin' Hollywood hotel project, not with my company, and we're going to talk about XYZ. And do, do a bunch of those, and it establishes your credibility in that you're not, you know, and you're above, you're, you're going high and you're above everybody else because you're an industry expert. A lot of industries do this, and it's a good idea, but do it with rough video because I think people appreciate rough video. I, I do too. I don't think you need a crew, although his stuff is is very polished. And I'll add something else. I think the people who are talking here today, Jerry, Rich Rosen, Michael G. Cox, and I started off with you, I think you guys have the gift of gab and the personalities and the know-how to actually make uh, a very strong personal brand in in like a, a visual way that uh, that uh, that Joe is doing. I I think for you guys, I think it it, it would be uh, it would be a smart move. Uh, okay, I have a final question about business development, and I have to do another ad. Okay, if you call somebody up and they say, okay, Alan, we'll give you some business, we'll give you the job that we haven't been able to fill for a year. Okay, mm-hmm. would you actually take that job? <laughs> I would qualify would say, okay, it first. Yeah. No, no, no. I'd say, I'd say before I'm. There's never been a position I've not been able to fill. But before we do it, I want to. If I can sit down, I want to sit down with you and go through it. And I really want to know about it because look, I don't know if you're trying. I don't know if you're trying to get a Mercedes for a Pinto price. I don't know. And it might be the case, and there's times I've done that, and I've done that multiple times, and there's, at the end of the conversations, you know what? You want God for $5. That doesn't exist. Or you want Eddie Van Halen. You, you can't get him. Why don't you get one of the studio players? Or, okay, here's what you need. Okay, what I know of the market and the candidate market space, here's what you need to do to buy this house. Do you want to – are you willing and able to do this? If you are, let's talk. If you're not, there's a reason it's been open for a year. Okay. What if you don't know a lot about that kind of position and you can't tell them right away, look, you, your, your money's too cheap and you, you can't identify the problem. Uh, what about in that situation? Alan, sure, we'll give you a test. Go out and find us this person. And, and they haven't found the person in a year. Would you take okay, that I'll, as a flyer? I'll give, you a great, I'll give you a great example of that. There was an oil and gas company wanted me to find, can you do cracking furnace, guys? Okay, yeah, sure. What's a cracking furnace? I found out within seven days what a cracking furnace was. I found out that there weren't there has never been one there hasn't been one built in America in thirty years, but I knew the four companies that had them and I said, I will do this for thirty days, I'll give you status and whether or not I want to continue on this. And within thirty days I had two candidates and it turned out that the client company didn't want to pay and I said, Fine, it's very obvious. I'm not we're not spending any more time on this. If you want to do it as a retained search, that's fine, we'll do that. But beyond that, 
I would like, we've shown you we brought candidates to the table. You've told me you won't pay the market price. I understand that, but we've proven ourselves. Let us try. Let us, now that we've done this, it, do you have, and, it's, and pay attention to the wording animal. Do you have any objection to us helping on these two, these two posted jobs that you, you've commented on? It's a no that gives okay. me a yes. Okay, I love what you said. Would they actually have a positive response after you said, hey, I'm not going to work anymore for this for you on this? Would that well, it turn them off? How, it, no, you have to say it the right way. Look, after doing this and bringing two people to the table and knowing the marketplace, here's what we have discovered. The average price for this person is $185,000 to $210,000. When we brought these people to you, you said price was no object. When we brought these people to you, you said, oh, and you said, well, we we're really looking. We really only can pay $150,000. I understand that. You might want to take that job off. You might want to promote somebody internally. That's okay. It's how you present it. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to work with those people after that happened. No, price is no issue, and then, of course, it is. I have to do another ad. Hey, everybody, Recruiting Animal here for PC Recruiter. And you know what? Everybody says that recruiters are very diverse. There's many different types of recruiters. There's recruiters doing uh, temp staffing. There's direct hire people like Alan. There's headhunters like Rich. Okay? And you know, there's recruiting software companies that say, oh, every one of those different kinds of recruiters need a different kind of software. But you know what? PC Recruiter says that isn't true. And you know why? Because PC Recruiter makes recruiting software that's configurable. It's adaptable. They don't tell you how to work. They let you shape the software to suit your own Style. And you know what? If you're not a techie and you're kind of nervous, oh, I don't know how to configure anything, don't worry about that. They've got a nice, friendly uh, support team, and they want to help you. And it doesn't matter if you're a kitchen table recruiter working in your own home or a basement recruiter or if you're a member of a large recruiting team in a big company, okay? Big or small, they help them all. So, Go ahead and check them out at PCRecruiter.net. They've got all kinds of uh, short videos, two-minute videos about their software on YouTube. Go do some research. Talk to Marty Snyder and tell him that Animal sent you. Okay, we're almost out of time. Alan, i got lots more questions. Is there anything special that you want to bring up or that anybody else wants to talk about? I know you said you've talked to Rich a lot, and Rich is always asking the same question, how should I deal with with uh, internal recruiters. Is there something about that that we haven't discussed so far today? No, I think we've covered it. I think people with experience that are calling on internals is I is really you just have to get the gauging of them pretty quickly. And we can do that uh -huh. probably in the first five minutes of are they going to be somebody I can work with and partner with and, be, and include in the process, or are they just going to be stonewalling me at every step of the process? And then how do you work with that and do you want to? And uh -huh. you, you have to make the decision on that sometimes. Well, I'm surprised, you know, but you seem like a very patient man after, you know, I told you I would be pissed off and I wouldn't want to work with the company after they, they gave me uh, an unlimited bank account that they're willing to pay for a person, and then they, they change. So, uh, I well, have a but that's what a lot of companies do. When, when push yeah. comes to shove, you want to buy a house in Beverly Hills, and you come to me and say, I want to buy a house, that's when the 80% of the realtors go, yeah, I'll run the searches, we'll do some meeting, we'll, we'll see seven houses on Saturday, where a good realtor is going to say, okay, let's sit down, let's talk about, all, let's talk about these things, and by the way, how much 
do you know how much you want to spend on this house? And yeah, but oh, you, you just don't. said you said you would work that order, and then let them disappoint you with a, a stupid. Well, uh, unfortunately, uh, if I want to work, if I want to work with them, I got to go through a hoop to do that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Which which LinkedIn account would you recommend? Because I, I saw you've been discussing that off and on. I'm um, say again, which LinkedIn account? Yeah, what kind of what LinkedIn account would you recommend? Or maybe you guys got recruiter. You're working for you know a big company. We have recruiter. We have recruiter. I mean, is it the end all be all cure all? No. What what are they? They're the big dogs on the street these days. And um, you know, if you can't afford or don't want to pay for LinkedIn recruiter, what I would probably do is, you know, get get an account that you think might fit for you. If anybody wants to talk, um, they have a number of different accounts that do various things. Figure out the one that works for you. But if you can't. If you don't want to pay for one at all, yeah. Okay, I, would, I just wanted a straight answer. I don't. I one last thing: go get Ryan answer. Leary's. Go get Ryan Leary or Irina Shamavera's Google custom search engines for LinkedIn. <laughs> they're they're very helpful. Yeah. Okay, I notice that you place ads. Last question, I guess. I notice you place ads for jobs on LinkedIn, and they're all and on, and you do, you do it on Twitter as well. They're all very short ads. Uh, is that your style generally? That you would for this industry, for this industry, it is. It's. It, it depends on the industry. It's. It's the. The first thing is the value proposition of working with us. A construction company is a construction company to a degree. The people make it different. So, what is it that makes us unique? And it also is designed to be short and sweet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anything else we should discuss? When, no. when are we going to do a split, animal? Yeah, one day, one day, never. Okay, Alan Fleur, you've been a great guest. Rich Rosen, Michael G. Cox, and Jerry uh, uh, supported you very well. Uh, I hope you come back and be another guest and, you know, call in regularly. Hey, everybody. Thank you.